Yum, yum. It's time for a tasty and refreshing snack. David Crane's Amazing Movie Time. Hello and welcome everyone to the latest installment of David Crane's Amazing Movie Time. This is the... um, Shorter version of uh, offshoot of our podcast where we just talk about a movie, a classic movie, a crappy movie, a cult movie, something we just decide to put each other through, uh, suffer through and watch. Um, I am Ryan. I'm joined, as always, by Andy and Justin. The movie we are going to look at this week is uh, is my pick. It's it's The Lost Boys, the 80s classic, cult classic, 1987, uh, stars a, a very young Kiefer Sutherland. Somebody who they really want you to think is Jim Morrison. And then the Coreys, <laughs> Corey Haim and Corey Feldman, of course. Um, basically, the, the story is um, a single mother and her two teenage sons moved to Santa Carla, I think, which is basically supposed to be Santa Cruz, but it's like a 80s apocalyptic version of that. Um, and soon after moving there, moving in with her grandfather, vampire trouble, I guess, ensues. Um, I'll probably, I, I've watched this movie a lot. Like this movie is kind of like ingrained with me because I think there's very few movies. This might be the movie that sums up the eighties perfectly for me. Uh, it's so eighties. It hurts. Um, so, so what did you guys think of this one? Had you seen it before? Either one of you? No, no. Okay. No, I, uh, I had not seen it before and I kind of, kicking myself that I didn't see this, you know, more as when I was a teenager, because I think it would have hit me a lot harder, right. a lot better at that point. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty, pretty good. Like the style and the atmosphere of this movie just drip something that is just like almost pure, you know, like kind of dirty and grungy, kind of neonish. I, I don't know how to describe it all that well but it's yeah i don't know it's it's got some style it had been like probably six or seven years since i've watched this again and like i think the one thing that like i didn't expect to remember is like the cinematography for the year that this was shot is like really well done like better Mm -hmm. than it needed to be for this movie it holds up incredibly well oh yeah for sure yeah i had not uh seen the movie at all I didn't even know what it was going to be about. Um, I'd actually texted Ryan. I was like, this from 1987? Like, <laughs> serious on this? <laughs> so I started watching it. And uh, yeah, it the way the movie actually plays out, it, it doesn't look like it would be from 87. Like as far as for the looks behind it, you can tell like the style of the movie and just, you know, vehicles close, everything like that is definitely, but yeah. Um, hair. <laughs> oh, hair. Definitely the hair. Yeah. <laughs> the music. Yeah. Yeah. Um, overall, I think it was actually a pretty good movie. Um, I wasn't sure what I was going to be getting into with it, but overall, I think it was a pretty good movie. Um, kept my interest all the way through it. So, yeah, I think like that's one thing like to its credit, like even with credits included, this has got like an hour and 30 minute runtime <clears throat> and it doesn't waste a whole lot of time, like slowing you down with details of story. Like he gets immediately into it 
and just keeps going, which I think is very smart for a movie like this. Yeah. yeah. Um, they easily could have drawn it on and made it a lot less interesting. Can we please talk about the, uh, so the majority of the stuff happens in the evening, at least in the first half of the film at the boardwalk, which is like kind of like the carnival Jersey shore area. Can we please talk about that concert with that? Like, WWF like saxophone player that's like greased (laughs) up from head to toe (laughs) singing and playing saxophone like that is the most 80s ass shit like you can't get that out of your head like once you witness that oh yeah and the whole music like they have that one song that's just like yeah all week I've just been like singing in my head, thou shall not kill. And I'm like yeah. thinking to myself, wait, I'm a psycho. Why am I even thinking? <laughs> that's like, actually, that's my least favorite part of the movie is like, that gets really old and I don't like it, but yeah, it, they definitely didn't want to shell out for a full soundtrack. So we're going to use no. the same song 85 times. <laughs> uh, yeah. Out of curiosity, I look, I just put in the search and like, it actually came up in Google before I finished completing it. And like, I just took the shortcut about the saxophone player in the Lost Boys, like apparently it's a big thing. Uh, he actually was like supposedly like a world-renowned like saxophone player at the time, and like did backup sax for like Tina Turner and stuff back in the eighties. Really? So, wow. Yeah, that's crazy. That's yeah, that's nuts. Huh. I mean, it looks like he just rolled out of the ring with Hulk Hogan and like pulled out <laughs> yeah. the saxophone, but yeah, uh, yeah. So. I think the biggest part for me was that was weirdest that so this guy meets this girl at this concert and is kind of chasing after this girl, but this girl's with this other guy, which turns out to be the leader of the vampires. Well, and, well, no, not really, but yes, spoilers. <laughs> at that point, at that point, it seems like it. yes, yes. Um, they he finally gets to a point where the girl's like, okay, I'm coming with you or whatever, and then. Like the guy, it's like, no, you're not doing that. Come with us. And then, like, instead of like, I'm gonna, I'm thinking like they're gonna have a big fight or something like that. Like, hey, you're macking on my girl. We can't, you know, let that happen. Instead, it's like, no, join us. Be, be just like us. You know. Right. Well, I mean, it's he weird. did almost kill him, like driving like a, yeah, race to the cliff. But yeah, they that turned from like. They turn into frenemies real freaking quick. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Like literally there's like a, what? 15 second transition from just you, man, just you. And then like, Hey, want some fucking Chinese food? Here you go. <laughs> yeah. We're cool. Right? Like, don't take it hard. <laughs> I love too that. Like, I can't remember if it's Bill or Ted, but I love that. Like he's in this movie also as a vampire. Oh, he's yeah. like the one that like doesn't quite fit like the rest of, the guys in like the werewolf pack look like they're like <laughs> fell out of like a winger cover band. But then you got like <laughs> him and it's just like so weird. Yeah. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it, this movie definitely fits in that category. I, I mean, it's it was very popular at that time all the way through the early nineties that it's like the kids know something bad is going on or something weird is going on. And they can't trust the parents. You know, they have to figure it out themselves. Right. And that kind of, what is it? Pretty much the other half of this movie, right? Yeah. Is these kids. <clears throat> yeah, there's like very like dark undertones. And then like 
this like huge comedy piece to kind of like offset it and like they do a really good job of balancing both like most movies it's like too much one way or the other but it's like they sprinkle in just enough like dumb comedy stuff to keep it interesting and then focus on the action and what i actually what i really like about this movie and a lot of like 80s movies is the practical effects are just awesome um there's a couple things like fights where they do like flying fights later on where like it's sort of like cg yeah. green screen that just looks like shit but like the stuff like toilets exploding and you know hoods being ripped off cars that's all done with practical effects and it looks awesome like i just you don't see that stuff in movies anymore and uh it's just like i love that with 80s era stuff yeah i mean this this movie was rated r but I feel like it's made for teenagers like it. Oh, for sure. It is like that demographic for sure. Between the early teenagers, you know, with the kids and like the late teenagers where it's like actually the zon- or the, the vampires are pretty awesome. Like how many how many people turned into goth people after watching this movie? How many times, you know? Right. A lot of leather jackets got sold. And yeah. you think of that, too, like they probably don't update ratings. But now if that movie came out, it probably wouldn't be. No. Well, and that's no. what I was going to say, too, is like even back then, I feel like you got a lot further with like a PG and a PG-13 rating than you do these days. So it's like weird that it got hit so hard with the R because like there wasn't really anything like was there nudity? No. Other than a couple shirtless like, dudes, right? They had the, the one scene, but you didn't see anything. It was, right. Yeah. The one where basically that attack where they attack those guys on the campfire. That oh, was sure, like sure. the most... Yeah. Violent, yeah. I guess. Yeah, other than that. Yeah, I agree. Much. It's kind of a strong rating for this film. Like PG thirteen would be fine, you would think. Yeah. The only thing that I have a hard time with is like I don't believe that Max would date his mom. Nothing against his mom or their mom, <laughs> but I mean dude, the guy runs an electronic shop. It's like full of people on the boardwalk. He could have any pick <laughs> of any woman who walks into his electronic store. You're telling me that they went for the mom? Come on. He probably does. It's just that's the new girl in town. Fresh blood, if you will. Yeah. Hey yo. Yeah. <laughs> These could be our vampire children. <laughs> uh. I didn't the one thing that's weird in this movie is like they don't really lean into a lot of traditional vampire lore, but the one thing they do, or one of the things they do, garlic, they just like inexplicably throw out the window. Like doesn't work. Yeah. And it's not explained like garlic doesn't work, dude. And then like, okay, how about holy water? And then his face burns off. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So one of those <laughs> things is fine, but the other one, cool, I guess. They only did. They only did that to throw you off the track of who the main bad guy actually is, you know? How do you explain the reflection? Was it all explained away by none of it happens if you invite me in? Oh, maybe. Maybe that's true. Yeah, I I thought that's what it was. Okay. Yeah, I I love, like, it's you still see it coming, but I love how they, like, have the subplot and, like, the kid pieces it together, and you're like, well, that's a strange conclusion. And then it's immediately debunked. They have it all solved, and then, like, plot twist, like, M. Night Shyamalan, like, shit at the end. <laughs> yeah. And I think this, this movie, like, it's hard not to love it when, like, you just have that ender where, like, the crazy old grandpa walks in, the complete dark, reaches in, 
grabs a soda pop and ends <laughs> the movie with, there's one thing I never could stomach about Santa Carla. All the damn vampires. And then like, boom, <laughs> credits. It's like, that is awesome. Like, that's how you end a movie like this. Yeah. And what's sad is like, this movie has since like, so, around the mid early 2000s, mid 2000s has spawned uh, numerous straight to DVD atrocious sequels and they're really all, all oh, terrible they got Corey feldman to come back for a lot of them um in fact i think <laughs> the sure? direct second one no that's not true i think there's a second one but one of them i know is called the frog brothers and they actually get both of those two brothers back from the comic shop oh um and the one guy not surprisingly dies and gets turned into a vampire right away not Corey feldman but yeah there there's a whole lot of hot trash i think like three or four more movies in the series that got greenlit because of nostalgia and they just suck <laughs> real bad. No pun intended. No, I, I can see a lot of, uh, Buffy, the vampire slayer in here. Like, mm. mm-hmm. I could see somebody look at watching the lost boys and say, let's make a TV show, you know, tone it down a little bit, make it a little bit more campy. Yeah. And that's, what Buffy is. You're evil, but you're in control. Like not all everybody. Yeah. Like there's a lot of that like yep. teen heartthrob. Yeah. So can anyone else tell me, I, I, I didn't research it and I couldn't piece it together, but like that love interest, the chick, what else is she from? I've seen her in some, something else like notable. Really? Oh yeah. I'm not sure. I should I'll look it up. Yeah. What kills me is like on Metacritic, this only is 63%. Really? Huh. And Rotten Tomatoes is 74. IMDb is 7.3. Like, I don't mind the 70 stuff, but like Metacritic at 63, that seems kind of crazy. Because like, this is such like a, <clears throat> I don't know. I guess I, I always thought it was like kind of a culturally significant film. Like, and like, kind of like you were mentioning, like I first saw this on like USA, like in the summer, you know, they like showed it. I was like in seventh grade or something. And I immediately loved this movie. <laughs> Because I was probably the target audience, but it's just weird that it's gotten so bad on Metacritic. Yeah, that's the. Huh. I thought it was funny when that kid like, came shooting up through the bed. <laughs> oh, yeah, the little one? Yeah. yeah. That's hilarious. Just like holding it back. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so here's like. I think, okay, Lost Boys, The Tribe, I think, was the sequel in 2008. And then there was Lost Boys, The Thirst in 2010. And then I'm pretty sure there's, like, The Frog Brothers. Yeah, here it is. Or maybe not. Okay, so maybe it was just the two. I swear there was, like, one, maybe, maybe The Thirst was the one with The Frog Brothers. They waited too long. Yeah, probably. I just remember, you guys remember the Corys, the two Corys or whatever? It was yep. Corey Haim and Corey Feldman, the two. Uh, so that was the younger brother and then the brown-haired guy from the comic shop, Justin, if you don't know who those actors are. But they had a series on TV, and it was just kind of like about their careers or lack thereof. Because they were like a big thing in the 80s. These guys were in like, they were best friends. They were like going to parties together, hanging out with Michael Jackson, in a lot of movies together. But anyway, they had this show on, I don't know what cable network, but I just remember 
the sad episode where Corey Haim, he's the one that's dead now, the the younger brother, was like living with Corey Feldman and his wife and like for the show. And he's like, man, he's like, you know what we need to do? He's like, let's start writing it. Like, let's just do it. Let's let's do The Lost Boys too. Let's bring it back. Like, we we can do this, man. Like, people love that movie. And then Corey Feldman's just like, ah, man, ah, there's something I gotta <laughs> tell you. Um, they're doing The Lost Boys too. Um, I'm gonna be in it. <laughs> and then Corey Haim's like, uh, what? He's like, what about me? Am I in it? And he's like. No man, <laughs> like, <laughs> and the guy and Corey Haim just starts bawling, like oh wow, on the show. It was so sad and hilarious at the same time. Ugh, <laughs> oh, it's <was> great. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> so, what would you guys give this one on the David Crane scale, one to five blobs? I'd probably give it uh, three and a half. Three and a half. Okay. I'm at four. I think I'd do four, too. This is like one of my favorite 80s era movies. It's dumb. It's simple. But it's enjoyable. And like for the era that it was done, there wasn't a lot of stuff mainstream that was like this. Yeah. Especially the mix. Yeah. Of like the style and yeah the kid stuff it definitely is worth a watch it is well i think that's gonna wrap up another episode of david crane's amazing movie time um you can find all things weekend rental points to all our social media and whatnot um at weekendpodcast.com that is our website Uh, Feel free to reach out to us there. Just check out other content. And uh, as always, be kind. Rewind.